Tales of Online Dating featuring Paddy and hosted by Adam Smith. This is My Mate's Paddy Podcast. Welcome to the first ever My Mate Paddy's Podcast. I know you're tuning into this and thinking, what, what is it all about? Well, I'll tell you right now, it is about me, Adam Smith, chatting to my good friend. I can't say his name for legal reasons, so we'll call him Paddy. And he's basically out there right now in the field of online dating using various different apps and sites. So we thought, let's get a view from a mid-30-year-old man out there after a long-term relationship. What's it like? How's he cope? What's the experiences? What's the tales? And what advice does he give? So, Paddy, are you there? I am, yeah. Right. Hiya, mate. How are you doing? You all right? I'm good, thanks, mate. Are you? Yeah. How are you coping with lockdown? Yeah, same. I think same as everyone, isn't it? Just uh, plodding on, taking each day as it comes. Now, when we first talked about doing this podcast, it was it was in different times. Now we're in lockdown. Before we weren't, and the aim was always to get a date or be able to meet up with a lady for for meals or extra activities. Now it's completely different. What what's what's the aim now? To be honest, at the minute, not a right lot. It's about keeping connections with people, having a bit of a talk with people to see what can progress after sort of restrictions uh, are loosened and things change. But at the minute, it is just like you've got sites that offer virtual dating. But like to say, I'd like to do it, but at the minute, it's, it's just not my cup of tea. I feel like I'd, ra- I'd rather be meeting someone in person. So it is a case for me is like just keeping those connections, keep talking to, to new people as and when you kind of end up on the sites and stuff. But it is just to see if we can keep some of going until, until this all changes. So dating in a virtual world, now you're already talking to them and you get to know them digitally virtually must be so difficult i mean we do have the technology i believe certain websites are giving you the ability to have a virtual date yes so there's bumble and hinge that i know of that have given you a chance to virtually date i've not tried either of them to be honest i mean it sounds very seedy to me yeah it it does a bit i mean obviously you're not going to be able to do well dodgy in the terms of like kind of oh so you can't do anything like that on these particular sites no, as far as far as I'm aware, I mean, I, I haven't tried that. But I would. But you could pass your details on, couldn't you, Paddy? And then you could yeah, download yeah. Zoom and I don't know, maybe have an orgy on that. You could have as many as you want yeah. on there. Yeah, gosh, could wipe the screen after. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Give it a shot. <laughs> Literally, right? So you need to go back <laughs> all the way to the beginning, pal. Now you were in a long-term relationship for many, many years. The relationship didn't work out without going into detail, and then you separated. And then you thought, right, this is it. I need to, I need to get out there. I need to get online. I need to, you know, I've spent so many years of my life uh, being with them every day. I need to go start that all over again. Get to know somebody mentally, emotionally, physically. How long was it before you decided, from the day that you broke up, to get in on these dating sites? Because I know they say, you know, the quickest way to get over somebody is under somebody, and it's not going to suck itself. So how long did it take? Yeah. <laughs> like in my head once it was over that was kind of it did you download the same day no I, I would think it was probably a good week where i just kind of thought no because at the time i thought i'm not actually really that interested at the minute and we'll we'll go from there when when it's right but yeah i, I mean like ultimately in your head a couple of days after you're thinking i should be on there i should be on you know 
am I missing out? You know, like you say, it's going to fucking suck itself, is it? So you think like, right, you just crack on and, and go for it. But no, ultimately, it was a good couple of weeks before I even started thinking, right, let's get on, let's have a look, see what's out there. I mean, obviously, you can't meet people right now because of this. But like you said, you can get chatting to them, Paddy. There's a massive void there, isn't Like, you know, sexually, if you're on lockdown, you can't do it. If you live with somebody and you've got a partner, you can accommodate it, but it just means there's a lot of self-loving right now. I mean, are you firing dust? Yeah, it feels like it, that's for sure. But, it, you know, it is what it is, isn't it? At the end of the day, I'm like, there's going to be plenty of people that will probably come up with creative ways to not actually meet up, but to try and make it feel like something's happening. Um, or apple pie. Yeah. <laughs> And just, just like we were saying before, you know, like there's, there's places like Zoom where people could maybe exchange details and have a bit of a show on there or even FaceTime, things like that. So I think there's ways and means that people, although they'll still be helping themselves out, I think there's still going to be ways that people will kind of try to feel that connection for when they can meet up. I've just got that line out of Little Britain in my head right now where that the woman in the Weight Watcher thing goes, dust, dust. dust. I've just got that repeated in my head right now because of Anybody? that. Dust. Dust. Because <laughs> I don't want. But when we have virtual dating, I suppose one positive of it is that it's safe if they turn out to be a serial killer or some form of rapist or murderer. You can always just sh- shut your laptop lid yeah, down. You're not going to know that at the time, though, are you? Well, that's you very, know that when very you true. Meet them. And also, you don't have to get dressed up. You just have to dress up the top, don't you? Just sit the there top. And ah. But again, it depends. I mean, if these people are going all out for a bit of a... Certainly sliding the laptop video, lid down kind of thing. You're going to have to plan like you move, aren't you? And, and like, it's, it's not something that has interested me, isn't a virtual I was waiting for a yet or... I was waiting for a yet no no I don't know I'd rather meet one in person because you look at people's profiles you see a virtual image of that person and let's be fair everyone's looking a bit shit at the minute aren't they people can't get their hair done eyelashes whatever eyebrows all that sort of shit so kind of a, a, a sticky situation for people a lot but people isn't that a good to... thing though because obviously when you are seeing these people virtually mainly stripped bare not without your clothes off although that might be a, a perk <laughs> but, be part of it. yeah exactly but you know you're not seeing them all fake tan fake eyelashes you're seeing the general person this is that's a percentage of what you're going to be waking up to the morning after yeah you know what I, mean? but I think to a degree like if you're a lass you're still going to put makeup on I would think you're still bit of deodorant, bit FM fresh, yeah, yeah. But you're not then gonna, you know, bloke's still gonna do his hair, maybe have a shave, that sort of thing. If I dyed my hair, I'd be, I'd be conscious that if I'm going on a virtual date or out like that, I'm thinking it's months since I've had my hair done. My roots are showing me hair looks a mess. What can I do? You know, I think there's far too much pressure on people as it is to look good. And I think for me, a, a virtual date when we've not been able to do fucking anything to look good would just be shit. Dust. Now, Dust. we are going back to the time you said it took a matter of weeks before you decided to get online and swipe in. I assume Tinder was the first one that you would have downloaded. Yes. Why? Uh, that and along with plenty of fish, they were the two that I'd used before. They were the two that I knew of. 
they were the two that I was familiar with. So yeah, they, they were the two that I just thought, right, I'll, I'll jump onto them. Did you go on and obviously, I'm guessing you use the same accounts that you used prior to your long-term relationship. Did you go on there and was, were there any old flames that you talked to years ago still on no, there? No, it was all love? new. Really? It was all new, yeah. Fresh meat, I, new victims. Yeah, which was great because as you log back in, like, especially from a Tinder view, point of view, you must have been showing up on everyone's feed all the time. I, you'd just be getting notifications and new likes. So it was great fun. Those first few days, you couldn't see them because ultimately to see them, you have to pay just shy of 30 quid. So, and have you done that? Yeah. How long did it take you to go all out? I, I, was, kind, I was kind of forced, to be honest. Now, forced. Forced is when somebody's behind you, twisting your arm or pointing a gun at your head going, you must get premium Tinder. I'd gone for a few drinks with, with a couple of mates and uh, they were like, well, why can't you see any of these people? I don't pay fake quid. I'm not not very frustrated. I'd already paid seven quid to to have unlimited swipes because you were limited to the amount of swipes that you can have a day. So I thought, right, for this, I'm gonna I'm gonna pay. If I get bored, I can just swipe as many times as I want through day. In in fairness, it only cost me an extra twenty quid, but it was like, well, you're paying seven, so just pay twenty. Come on, just do it. Has it been um, worth it? Is there been more of a, an outcome, more response? I, no, I would say like the, the 28 quid just isn't worth it. I kind of started a discussion on Twitter about this, sort of saying I just don't see what the benefit is when you're paying that. It's not like you're appearing any more or any less. I think ultimately it's about the amount of time that you're actually on and the amount of time that you spend swiping, that you show up more in people's searches. Because if you're on Tinder, the whole point of that is to swipe uh, and have somebody look at you and swipe the same way with your pictures. We'll talk more about your profile later on down the line. You know, you, you're going on there and, and you're swiping and you, you're liking and you, you're living with the wonder. Somebody will see that and like, oh, this person disliked me or has this person not liked me or matched me and whatever. You've seen more of people maybe not liking you, not, you know, super liking you, et cetera, et cetera. I don't know the fulls ins and out, but would that not affect your self-esteem more? Because in the, in the first, you're just wondering if they like you and if they're just, oh, maybe they've not done it yet. But then if you're actually physically seeing that they've, they've not liked you back or this particular person likes you or there's a caliber of person that is liking you and you're not liking the same caliber of people. What does that do with you mentally? Well, when you're seeing the, the wrong type of people liking you, the, the way I kind of look at it is not that it works like this, but you rank yourself, don't you? You kind of say, well... Sorry, did you say rank, Claire? Yeah, rank yourself. Right, okay. Yeah, I just had dust like... again in my head. Carry on. <laughs> so you might be like, I'd say, looks-wise, I'd give myself six. With personality, I'd say I'm an eight. So then you look at people around your area and you think, yeah, I'll swipe right on them or whatever. Or, you know, you go for the ones that, that you like the look of. And ultimately, the ones that you like the look of aren't necessarily going to like you. So you, I, I understand why you might get a certain type of pe a person liking you more than others. But it, it, it's still a nice feeling because it's the feeling that someone actually does like you. Um, it might not be the sort of person that you want to like you or it might not be someone that you like the look of. It's still quite nice to know that there's people out there, especially after you've been in a long-term relationship, that do look at you and think, yeah, he looks decent. What is the type of woman that's liking you? Not my type. <laughs> Tell us about them. Are these divorced, widows? Well, I say, I, I, to be honest, it, it doesn't really say... So unless they've sort of purposely mentioned any of that on there, you wouldn't know. So um, you're just sh solely going off photo and age? Yeah. 
So photos, do they have a type? Is it somebody who doesn't take care of themselves, or a bit greasy, or is it somebody who does take care of themselves, trying too hard, or is it an age thing? No, it, it's just... Or you're just massively it, fussy? I, I'd, I'd probably go more with that, massively fussy. <laughs> Again, being a six, I'm not really sure why. Everyone has a type, don't they? And everyone like a certain type. And, and places like Tinder and Plenty of Fish, Hinge, Bumble, and all the others, it is a case that you are having to make a judgment on what someone's like. So they might be an absolute cracking person. You know, you might have the best laugh with them if you knew them, but you're not making that judgment based on someone's personality. You're making that judgment based off what that person looks like in that moment. It is quite a shallow way of picking someone. Just a bit. I mean, Tinder is a judgmental app anyway. You know, you are judging on a few photos which have been carefully selected. Famous term, you could be catfished. They may not look like that anymore. And there's also super likes as well out there. Now, what is the type that you are super liking? Is it is it what you read in the bio? Is it the picture? Is it the age? Or is it just that it's worthy of a super like? There's nothing be like when you pay for it, for it, I forget you've got them and you get five a day or something. Sometimes it just depends on, on the picture. One of the things that I this sounds ridiculous because it's, really, it's a really ridiculous thing to be drawn in by. But one of the things that I do like is the way that someone dresses. Right. Very judgmental. So no, but in the sense that it's it's more kind of like their style, what sort of style they have. Everyone would love to wear the latest things in fashion, but certain things don't suit certain people. So it is a case that you've got to look good in the clothes that you pick if you're picking the wrong stuff. So normally the super likes come from someone wearing a, a good outfit that looks you, good. You make yourself sound like a fashion designer here. Yeah, it, it does more, but that's something that... <clears throat> as long as you're wearing a nice outfit, I don't care, madam, if you have a tash. No, no, because that, that obviously comes into play. But it's the whole picture. Like Someone can look absolutely beautiful in a photo, but that isn't then necessarily just going to get the super like. That would have to be the whole package kind of like the way that someone dresses if it's a nice outfit if it goes with how they look that sort of thing that I'd end up looking at and thinking if I remember about the super likes I think yeah that that's worth some bit extra you've gone on to tinder you've been on here for numerous weeks you've updated to I don't know tinder plus or whatever they call it to give you an opportunity to go further in more likes etc find out who's liked you now so let's say you've gone on there you've seen this lady she's right aged wearing something nice doesn't have a moustache you've you've gone and you've liked her she's liked you too it's a match then you draw a conversation what is your gutter because you've got to make an impact haven't you yeah you have and but genuinely don't have one do you think that's why you're not having much success then (laughs) (laughs) i mean come here no because to be fair like the first the first few weeks of being on one of the reasons as well that kind of made that twisted my arm into pain premium is that it was showing 99 plus likes so i'm thinking there's 100 people yeah that have liked me let me see them there's there's success there and like the inboxes as decent there's a lot of chats that have gone on it's a case of just mixing things up you don't want to use the same line the same line might not always be relevant sometimes it's a case that you might see something funny online and you think oh, I'm going to start with that but then a couple of days later you think oh, that's actually that shit it's not funny or maybe that's not working so I'll try something different so it's just a case of just not overly trying but just trying to be you but 
standing out because ultimately there is going to be a lot of diff- there is going to be a lot of competition well this is the thing you know it is judgmental and I think the ratio I remember reading an article once it's so many men to one woman because it's more led by men obviously they're the ones that have to like and then if you match then you've got a conversation how does it feel knowing that you are messaging somebody that could potentially be messaging tens if not hundreds of other men and you've got to go above and beyond you're saying that you're a a six in this and an eight in this but these other people might be higher what do you do to grasp them to go right i'm worthy of a conversation out of these tens or hundreds of other people you tart what do you do to be honest, you've just got to have the confidence. You just, like, for me, it's just belief and thinking. We've matched for a reason. So I'm going to send you a message a bit more entertaining than I, uh, you're right. Especially at times like this, because it's, it's just shit. Like, it's hard enough having a, a decent conversation with a total random stranger when you start with, hi, how are you? When the conversation is, yeah, good, I'm just sat inside doing fuck all like everyone else you've just got to have a bit of confidence in what you're saying what you're doing how you sort of want to come across you're going to get matches that don't talk you could go through my inbox and find probably 10 conversations that have happened but likewise I could go through and find 10 that haven't had a response to an opening message whether that's because that opening message is shit whether because the woman didn't actually mean to to match I don't know that's so, like no, exactly and you can't because ultimately you know that you're not the only person there you've also got to think like if you were in a club and you went up to that girl woman whatever you and sort of said I hey, you're right she might turn around and go yeah fuck off dickhead it is kind of real life in the terms that you might try to talk to someone they might not want to talk back to you you've just got to accept that so you've you've chatted you've got into a dialogue with a lady who you think oh you know she's she's giving me some attention I must be in there she's with her style not got a moustache you know she's got her all her own teeth all these different factors that you're thinking you're having a chat now, a chat back in t- weeks ago may have been, oh, we should go this, we should do this. Whereas now, what are you talking about? What you did in lockdown? Or do you think now you've got a better response because people are isolated, they've got less to do, they're bored, let's spend more time on Tinder? Yeah, I, I do think you've got people talking more just because there is nothing all to do. But then, keep, like I say, keeping that conversation decent is hard work. So you can't, you can't just kind of start every day if you're talking how's your day going because ultimately you either know that that person's still working and working from home or you know that they're being laid off and it's a bit like well, I'm just saying garden I'm just in house because weather's shit and it's a bit to then try and be a bit creative so while people are a bit more talkative and a bit more chatty it is still quite hard to, to kind of draw out a conversation I was saying this to a mate the other day I've spoke to quite a few people the last few weeks but keeping an interest there is quite hard probably both ways like my interest can can win from people quite easily like at the minute just because i think there's nothing to to really say and it's great that you can talk about what life is like outside of lockdown and what it was like before we were in this position you'd be like oh on a weekend i'd do xyz go here i'd do that or for a week this is what i do and whereas now you go at work shut down finish and then i'll go out go for a walk or run or a bike ride whatever and 
come home, cook my tea, go to bed, repeat. You know, it's, it's all Groundhog Day, so it's a bit shit minute. So it's great that you can, can talk about what you've done in the past and stuff. But ultimately, when you're on a dating site, you're on a dating site because you want to meet up with people. When you can't arrange to meet up with people, it kind of then becomes a bit of a chore. Not a chore, but it kind of becomes a bit, what's the point? Where Where is this going? Because ultimately, we don't know when we can meet up. We don't know when we can see each other. So I'll just kind of stop texting or messaging. Have you seen this whole coronavirus as an opportunity to be witty and funny with your first lines? Have you used any coronavirus-related chat-up lines? Um, no, I don't think I have, to be honest. Like, at the start, the first couple of weeks, you were like, oh, lockdown, eh? how's this going? Because it was something totally fucking different for everyone, wasn't it? And anyone could just, you know, everyone was a bit like, what, what's going on? I, I could just picture you, like, sending a message going, hey... You know, want to get closer than six feet, kind of stuff like that. Yeah. Or you smell of <laughs> Perel. The other danger You're going to use them now, are you? Definitely not. They're tox. <laughs> the, the other issue is, though, with stuff like that is like, you know, you could say innocently to someone, do you want to get closer than six feet? And someone could take that as you being a bit of an arse and wanting to break the rules, which could then instantly be a case that that person just doesn't want to talk to you. Just to think, prick. And that'd be the route that I'd take because I just think, no, because if you've done it, if you're, if you're suggesting that to me, then how many other people have you suggested that to? We're in a shit situation and we're not going out. People are missing out. People's families and loved ones are dying. And, you know, if someone can't wait a few weeks to, to get the leg over, then, you know, you just think, what sort of person is that? There's a lot of thinking. There's a lot of thinking that goes into, you know, just sending these messages, not a general, hi, want to go on a date. There's a lot of pressure. Now, you've been on Tinder. Would you say you've had... Ample success, little success, massive success. It's about to fall off success. What? I'd say ample. It was quite funny because you could, you'd be on places like Tinder and you're swiping away and people would be putting in the bio, I'm on here because of lockdown. Lockdown's brought me to Tinder. It, it's changed the way for a lot of people. People are now having to start talking and meeting people in different ways to them just going out for a night out with the lads or with the lasses and, and that sort of thing. You know, you've seen a lot more new people on. Never a bad thing. Ultimately, the boredom of this situation as well probably leads to people going on and ultimately more people that are out there to, to choose from, the better chance you've got, haven't you? A, a new victim pool. <laughs> Allegedly. Now, yeah. obviously, after this, so many people are going to just want to just dive into relationship because of the loneliness and dive into well various holes. <laughs> what about you? Are you are you still set on the goal of, or do you think after this, I still want to meet somebody? I still want to stay just to that one person because I assume that even though we spoke about other people talking, you know, women talking to other guys, you'll be talking to other women as well, won't you? Yeah, yeah. You've always. Do you ever repeat your lines? Because it worked on one, it might work no, on the other. Occasionally you try it, yeah. Because you do think, oh, this has worked, this has been, this got a good laugh, let's try it again. Ultimately, it would be great to, to have a relationship. I wouldn't want to be one of these people that just jump into the first thing that comes along. I'm not that sort of person. I'm not the kind of person. I'm not going to be disheartened if I'm still sat here in two years' time, single with cats it's definitely cats not dogs no dogs as well let's not like just discriminate against people that all suddenly go no we don't want to talk other, to other pets are available yeah, yeah I'll take the time because I'd always said when I was with the last girlfriend that I, I wouldn't rush into anything I wouldn't want to be rushing into anything because I just wouldn't want to be jumping from one relationship to another so 
is a case that I'll gladly wait. Of course, I'll I'll go on dates and I'll meet people, but if that isn't right, I'm not afraid to say sorry. That in what I'm after, you not you know, I don't think there was anything there. Yeah, it, it definitely wouldn't, wouldn't rush into anything or jump into anything whatsoever. So you've been talking on Tinder. You've had numerous conversations with numerous women. You thought they might go somewhere. Some may not, not go anywhere. At what point in a chat do you go, right, let's take this off Tinder. Let's become Facebook. Let's become Instagram, Twitter friends, Snapchat friends. Here's my number, FaceTime me. At what point do you think that's a, a good level to do it when you're chatting? I think it depends. Sometimes you can give your number out to someone relatively early because the way that the conversation flows, you kind of know that you get on well with that person or that you can kind of gain a sense of trust from that person that they're not going to be an absolute fucking weirdo that's going to hunt you down and come stand outside your door. It, it varies with each person and sometimes you might not want to go down the, the all to give out your number and other times you might think, oh, actually, yeah, what I will do is give my number to this person because within 20 messages of talking, 10 messages of talking, I mean, I, we're just really clicking. So it, it all does vary from my perspective anyway. What was your first Tinder date? Tell me about it. Successful one. To be fair, like I've never had any bad experiences. I mean, that's would just your opinion. Theirs might be different. Yeah, no, hundred percent, definitely. I would be quite interested though to hear like other people's nightmare experiences. They always intrigue me. But I think from Tinder, I think I've only been on one date from Tinder. And how did that I'm go? I'm just trying to work out. Yeah, no, it was. So good. you've, you've um, had one day on Tinder. What about other platforms? One day on Bumble and like a. Not not a relationship. I don't really know what you'd call it. Like I was seeing someone off social media. So when you uh, say seeing for an old man like me, is that you just meet up, or is is there more of a an intimate angle to it? Did you hide the sausage? Is what I mean. No, but it was more. It, it, it was intimate in the sense of that. Like we both knew what we wanted at the time. We both set a stall out. We both agreed we weren't gonna talk to other people we weren't going to be on dating sites things like that it was just going to be talking to to each other and just quite an exclusivity kind of angle then yeah well that that's good i mean it sounds like this particular female made an impact i mean obviously you can't tell us her name so should we just should we call her barbara no let's start with a that's right because we're through the alphabet a agnes i just think mrs brown but we'll go with that so Agnes, you met her not even on our dating app. Yeah, no. So the most success you've had in the dating world hasn't actually been on a dating, on a dating app. Site. Now, no, am I fair to not. say that right now, as you're talking about it, you, it's very past tense? Did it not work yeah. out? No, various different reasons that didn't go anywhere. Whose fault do you think it was? I think we both played a part in it. I think from the kind of conversations that we had, the things that I said kind of probably this made her start to distance herself from me but then from the things that she said she kind of chose to to distance herself for her own personal reasons agnes sounds so very it, complicated yeah it, it was but it was good you know there was nothing that you could say that was that was shit about it but this was the first one after splitting up from your long-term relationship being on social media being on these dating apps, this was the first one that you thought had some longevity to it. Yeah, which, I, like in my head at the time, I not got ready for at all. I mean, if you're saying coming off dating sites, because I'm assuming you both had a conversation that you were serial daters before, massive tarts, both of you. No, and, no, no. No, that's wrong. Just no, you. I'm, just, just me. Her situation was 
totally different, which we won't go into just to... No. Well, I think Agnes sounds like an interesting character, and I can't wait to hear more about her, but let's not give it all away in this first one. Let's get people back for our next episode of My Mate Paddy's podcast. But to tease them forward for doing that, how would you describe the relationship, or the short-lived or the long-lived relationship with Agnes in three words? Fun, interesting, um, and probably intense, I would say. It sounds fascinating. I can't wait to hear more, Paddy. So we'll do all that next episode of My Mate Paddy's podcast. I'm looking forward to that, going into the, the depth of this intense so-called relationship, seeing each other. Yeah. It'll be good. I'll catch you on episode two. Yep. Bye. Bye, Paddy. Tales of online dating featuring Paddy and hosted by Adam Smith. This is My Mate's Paddy Podcast.